I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome to this week's Must Hear Music podcast. I'm sitting here with uh, Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Erica Ramirez. Hi, guys. And we've got, we've each <laughs> oh of us God. got some exciting news. Oh, really? uh, Do we? Jason and I just got back from Firefly oh, yeah, just get back from in Firefly. Dover, Delaware, oh, which was really yeah. fun. And uh, I mean, I think the best, like uh, Paul McCartney was there. It's kind of hard to beat Paul, but Betty Who was incredible. Yeah. There was some great performances. Spoon was great. Did you I guys almost really get good. struck by lightning? Uh, we did not get struck. Kind of, struck yeah, the there was a huge, they ended the second, or I guess technically a third day early because of a big thunderstorm. Yeah, Saturday night they evacuated. And I was talking to a guy who was like, I mean, of course, maybe he's embellishing, but he was like, yeah, I like left my tent just as this big branch like crashed down onto it. Mm. So it was, I feel like they definitely like lucked out by people not dying. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I feel like somebody asked me like what this, like the, most memorable performances were and i feel like there were like memorable performances but they were just like there's a lot of like solid bands playing solid sets like it's like a spoon show isn't going to be like mind-blowing in terms of like surprises but like yeah they they grind out their hits same with like the killers and obviously paul mccartney um and yeah some of the smaller bands we saw betty who you said wolf alice was great and uh cody simpson shout out to the codester (laughs) He the was a uh, red, really, really good. Yeah, I are these really his set. names? Like, are these really is... his nicknames? Are you guys... No, I just call him the Codester because <laughs> we're BFF. No, I, I, I just, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, uh, it but, was great. But yeah, more excitingly, Definitely. I think is Erica is taking Beyonce's, or rather, the Beyonce-approved 22-day vegan challenge. Yes. Or diet. I don't know if it's a diet or a challenge, but a, so you're on like challenge. day two. I'm and on day two you and already I look am cold dying and tired. in the inside, <laughs> emotionally and physically. I'm sitting dying. here taping the podcast, wearing a snuggie, and looking like she is over the entire world. Here, like I'm not mad yet. I'm just like tired. I, I guess I am mad. I'm mad that I'm tired. Yeah. So, at like 4 p.m., I've noticed that me and. Uh, my editor Denise Warner, who's also doing the diet, we just kind of like want to die and crash. Oh goodness! And um, so yeah, we're on day two. God bless us. <laughs> Twenty days left. <laughs> well, yeah, you just saw the Beyonce "Good Morning America" thing, and you were so moved by that segment. Well, that it was a really inspirational. I was moved by the 8 a.m. wake up call. I wasn't moved by that. But who does not want to look like Beyonce? Is my question. 
I mean, it's true. I don't I, I for do. obvious reasons. I do. <laughs> Jason I definitely would. do, for sure. <laughs> for, I feel like, no, well, you're on day two. I, f- I honestly feel like, this is my prediction. I think by day five, mm-hmm. you'll have accepted it and be l- and gotten a little bit used to it. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, all right, now I'm, now I'm okay. I feel like it's going to take those first four days. And then day right. five, you're like, it's at, like, all the stuff is out of your system. I you've hope so. C- you've cleansed. And now you're great. And then I'm going to be like, I quit. I'm <laughs> 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 I am done with this. Wow. Uh, right. Yeah. So, you know, like, show your support by sending us <laughs> gift certificates <laughs> to places food? we can eat on the 23rd day. Oh, yeah. Um, that'd be cool. Burgers. Yeah, let's go to, like, Applebee's. <laughs> I mean, the, I think the craziest thing is not the vegan diet. It's just no alcohol or caffeine. Well, I think, well, I think. I don't know. That, uh, we're having, like, Denise thing? and I are, ha- are I mean, having different struggles. I think her yeah. struggle is she literally drinks, like, three Diet Cokes, yeah. four Diet Cokes a day. So she's having, like, caffeine headaches and i am why why am i dying i think it's more of like i usually have a full glass of whiskey before you hit work so (laughs) i feel like yeah that's Um, been a problem no it's it's not the whiskey that i used to drink every morning it's um it's the sweets i think i'm very used to like sweets and snacks and like cookies and all that stuff that i can no longer have Mm, so cookies are great yeah thanks joe um there are vegan cookies but anyways this is this is way too much food talk so too much enough about the must not eat podcast (laughs) because that's what you're on right now um let's start off with another very exciting thing um let's let's kick off with janet so we've got a new janet jackson song it's called No Sleep. It's uh, No three Sleep e's. with three E's, three e's. because no misspelling sleep. is cool. <laughs> um, it always has been, always will be. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I mean, basically, so yeah, you, Erica, why don't you I talk think about we, well, before you pass I, out from I hunger? I probably will fall asleep in like the next five minutes. Um, Jason and I were talking about this offline, and I think he likes it more than I do. I do. Mostly yeah. because I think I have high expectations for Janet because she's Janet. But then again, it is 2015. It's been, what is it, seven years since Disciple came out. I wasn't a big fan of that album. I don't think most people were. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is like a, this is a good song. Like, it's a good song. It's, um, you know, I like the whole, like, very sensual vibe to it. I like the the lyrics, and I mean, it just it makes sense for her. I just you know I don't know. I'm maybe I kind of wanted something more upbeat, but it's like should Janet be that at beat in 2015? Like I don't I don't know. I have, I have questions. There's still time. It's only the first from right a new album. But I do. I mean, I do like it. I really do like. It. I, I enjoy it. Um, yeah. Well, there. Yeah, I mean, I I obviously as as Erica alluded to. Um, I do like this song more than you do. I, I just think it, it kind of reminds me of when, of when, remember when Maxwell came back with Pretty Wings? Mm, yeah. And it was just like, it's just Maxwell being Maxwell, like super smooth and mm-hmm. classy. And it kind of reminds me of this. It's like Janet, just that, that voice and that vibe and that just kind of atmosphere that she exists in on this record is just so welcome of a return. I, I, I just really enjoy this. I don't think it's anything groundbreaking, but I don't think it needs to be. I think it's just very yeah. sensual and positive. It makes me, it's like a, it's like a feel good slow jam. I guess I want it to be groundbreaking. I guess that's my problem. Yeah. But like not that it's, so it has nothing to do with actually the song. It's just the fact that I want a song to be groundbreaking for Janet. Yeah. 
I, I, I just don't think she's at the point in the, her career where she's trying to do that. I think she just wants to kick off this tour, which is going to be, let, let's let's face it, the big mon- money maker of this comeback is the mm, tour. Absolutely. She wants something to kind of kick off the tour with, and I think this is this is a good one. Yeah, I, I really like this song, actually. I was pleasantly surprised. Just yeah, because same. With, I feel like with the last album, like, it came and went, and, like, there's just something, like, you get to a certain point, like, where she's at, and, yeah, she's not going to be, like, trendsetting anymore, I feel. Yeah. And so you get when, like, sh- someone like that comes back and tries to, like, do, like, the hot new thing, then you end up kind of getting into that trend-chasing mode. Right. And sometimes it works, sometimes... It doesn't, but I feel like, you know, Madonna kind of did that on her last album, you know, by hooking up with Diplo and all those other people. And while I do very much like the song, Bitch, I'm Madonna, like, it is a little ridiculous. Like, it's not a it comfortable is. fit, I think really, I've, This is the first her. time I've heard you say that. And uh, this is, yeah. And this, but this sounds, this is a really comfortable fit for Janet. And I like yeah, I agree. that it kind of reminds me, too, of, like, the best of Latter-day Prince when, like, He's not afraid to like be vintage, but the production is still kind of like crisp and modern enough. And plus, yeah, like her voice sounds great. Like mm-hmm. it sounds really good. And I also want to add in. So I recently um, was interviewing Dennis Leary. He has this FX show coming up called Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Mm-hmm. And through absolutely, I did not even bring this up. I was not even asking him what he was listening to, but he specifically brought up this Janet Jackson song mm. and was like, man, I just love this song yeah. so much. Like her voice is so strong. There's not a lot of vocal, you're not a studio trickery. He was That's just like raving true. about this, this Janet song. There are many no sleep with three E's fans. So yeah. So th- I mean, it has the all important Dennis Leary endorsement. Phew. So I, I know <laughs> that's very important to the R and B community in general. <laughs> is like, what does Dennis Leary think? Like, what does the Rescue Me guy think about this song? <laughs> it's like we need to get him to weigh in. Uh, so he has, and we got the exclusive scoop on that. So <laughs> game over. Here we go. What is that? Uh, you're just saying stuff. I'm just saying <laughs> words like scoop. Game over. Game over. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It. Anyways, let's, let's listen to it though. So it's the new Janet Jackson song from, is it album still entitled? It's still entitled. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was unbreakable. I mean, I think that's the name of her tour. Oh, she keeps well, like there you go. tweeting a hashtag of conversations in a cafe. So mm-hmm. people think that that's the title, but yeah. Conversations in a cafe. That's like a Simon and Garfunkel. What if it's like hashtag conversations in a cafe? Like that Miguel, would, uh, like hashtag beautiful. Not a good idea. <laughs> All right. We anyways. So new Janet. No sleep. Alright, that was New Janet Jackson. Um, and let's move to kind of kind of a sonically similar song, but from a slightly different artists we've got selena gomez featuring asap rocky new yeah. song good for you good for you good for selena so, gomez good for selena yeah yeah it's funny because i feel like this time last year if you told me that selena gomez was gonna make put out basically three singles and two of them were gonna be slower or at least mid-tempo and the third one was gonna be the dance song 
I, I would have been very surprised to hear myself say that. I I like the dance song the least, which is mm. I Want You to Know, the Zed song with her. Um, the other two being The Heart Wants What It Wants, which I really liked, and now Good For You, which is a very, uh, again, like Janet, very sensual, very, you know, I think there's the line about, you know, throw my dress, put my, my dress is a mess on the floor. So I, I think that Selena's kind of totally, I mean, she's been past her Disney phase, but like, like spring breakers and whatnot. But like, I feel like this is like her saying, all right, I'm 23 now or 22, 23, 22, I think 22, but I'm, I'm not a Selenator personally. So nothing <laughs> against her, but I just, I don't. Is that what her I thought it was? I've always thought of it as Selenator. No, it's like senator, it's like senator. I think. Oh, Guys, really? I, I haven't been fed real food. This is. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully, there's a senator or senator listening. Anyway, can, like, I, I think that she shows her range in. on the song. It's it's very much in like a haze. It it sounds like she listened to a lot of the weekend before she recorded this and wanted to get that kind of you know hazy foggy vibe that he's got i don't know if she needed to get asap rocky on this song i think that you know two like two minutes in it's not like i'm like oh you know what would be really great mm-hmm. would be asap rocky kind of barging in i just don't think it works stylistically but i don't think it would need like any rapper also. yeah exactly it's it, it, and like it also like you said also comes in i don't know if you are meaning to say this but all he also comes in like really early on yeah like also so yeah it's just and i i agree i don't think any rapper was necessary right. i just think it's a standalone song for it probably could have been like a remix yeah mm-hmm. exactly totally exactly like, could right. have had uh gucci man and quavo like on I the, mean, uh, listen, trap the Gucci Mane would have been great to remember. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, so I, I definitely another positive uh, vibe from Selena. Another feather in her cap, <laughs> as it were. And I'm interested because obviously the song is doing really well on iTunes. I'm not sure if it's going to be like a radio hit, but you know, I could see it doing well actually. Yeah, like it. It's a really solid song. And I feel the same way. Like, I'm not, like, honestly, I don't, uh, Selena Gomez is not an artist where I'm like, oh, I'm going to, I've never listened to a full Selena Gomez album. What? Like, I'll I'll pay attention to the singles, but like, I'm just, it's just not my thing. Nick Jonas. You don't even know how good Selena Gomez and the scene were. I I guess I don't. Uh, I miss the scene. Maybe it's time to rectify that. (laughs) Well, I've been saying this. So Selena Gomez and the scene and Nick Jonas and the administration, I want the two jilted bands, the administration and the scene to like get together and then do a Jonas Selena bashing album. <laughs> I would love that. I'm like sure you so, will. Like how long have you been thinking about this? I have thought about that before. <laughs> My other new idea. Crazy, man. So like how actually like we're talking about the ASAP Rocky verse, how Miguel had the album version of coffee doesn't have Wale on it. Right. There's two versions. But I think the one, yeah, I think you're right. So like maybe maybe that'll be her album. She'll like, Take this is the single, and then the the verse will be off it. But it, it she'll probably she'll probably have the yeah, verse I think on she'd it. Keep and I agree, it definitely doesn't need it. But like wallet. it's fine. I don't think it's totally yeah. out of place. But it's just, it, it's a very solid like. And I think the thing that really works for me is that, you know, we we saw her grow up, so it's kind of hard to see, especially in the Disney setting. And she like looks younger, like she's 22 or 23. We still don't know. We may never know because it's not like we have the internet. Um, but, but anyways, like she looks younger than she is. So it's like kind of hard to see her as like a sensual singer. But like 
on this song she really sells it like her voice is there it sounds great like she sounds like a grown-up woman singing. yeah yeah it's funny how some artists it's funny how artists go about distancing themselves from their their childhood music in different ways and, and you know i think selena's gone about it a totally different way than miley and obviously a totally different way than someone like justin bieber and i think i do agree that you you think of selena and you think of her as younger but even though she's not necessarily younger than them and uh yeah i mean then she drops something like this and it helps helps the cause a lot totally but like what s- i honestly spaced out for a second that's thank no. you <laughs> I'm just gonna talk no, at you. Uh, no, because I actually the really like this song. I've and you guys touched on like I actually I believe her. I guess that's what like my main thing is. I believe what she's saying, and like I believe the album, the other single artwork. Can you do me a favor? If you if you do break your diet in, over the next three weeks, that's can I be there so I can play the heart wants what it wants <laughs> while you do it? <laughs> You're like slow mo eating cheesecake. Oh, oh, get back to the subject, <laughs> All right. which is Selena Gomez. Uh, yeah, let's food. play some Selena right, Gomez. Yeah, let's man. play some Selena. So this is Selena featuring ASAP Rocky, Good For You. That was new Selena Gomez and ASAP Rocky. Next up, this is one of my picks. We've got the Chemical Brothers featuring oh, St. Vincent, yeah. who, as Jason and I think Erica knows, St. Vincent is like just a, a, a passion of mine. Like, yeah. I don't even know. It's, it's so, I'm so into her music that I don't even like to talk about it because. I didn't know this. I don't know I what know it is like it. her. I've always loved her music, and what? that last album just like it hit absolutely every right note for me. Um, then why wouldn't you want to share that with the world? Because it's it's almost too personal. Wow. Um, I'm exaggerating it, but I really I'm a big fan. She's probably like my favorite current artist who's like still making vital music. Mm. Um, but anyways, so Saint Vincent. He's on a Chemical Brothers song. You just can't stop smiling. Which is why I picked it. (laughs) I'm a big Chemical Brothers fan, though. I loved them in high school. Um, I feel like they're in this kind of interesting position in their career where they are legends, and that's totally recognized. But unlike someone like, I guess, Tiesto, who's been around not quite as long as them, but similarly a long time, like, they they haven't really been, like, working the festival scene or the touring scene as much. Like. And I feel like that's kept someone like a Tiesto or to a lesser extent Moby because he doesn't really tour a ton, but like in the public eye. And the Chemical Brothers are basically, you know, pretty much the same kind of music, like techno, as it was called back then, EDM now, or dance or whatever the hell we're calling it. (laughs) Someone needs to figure that out. Like, please, within the next five years. But when I think dance, I think like Fred Astaire. So I'm not like too happy with that either. I thought you said we'll we'll figure this out in a different podcast um but so they they're in this position where they're still like very talented um but like it's 2015 and if you just put out like a new chemical brothers album and you're not really touring like it's kind of just going to go on notice so Mm -hmm. i think what's smart is that last year they were on the hunger games soundtrack with lord and miguel um now they've got saint vincent on this i think their upcoming album is going to have some other guests like that's just kind of like a surefire way to like get more interest 
like in the 21st century is put two artists that people like together and then you know more people are going to pay attention to it so anyways this song is called under neon lights um it's just kind of like it reminds me of kind of the like the minimal like almost like daft punk's tron soundtrack a little bit and i think saint vincent's voice sounds great on this she has that kind of like weird like android vocal thing where it's like robotic but she used to, you get the sense that there's like emotion trying to escape from her mm-hmm. um but it's just it's you know it's a little it's a little offbeat it's cool i like it yeah it's this is a totally separate discussion but it's been interesting for me to see what these uh, pre-edm boom electronic stars have done uh, people like chemical brothers uh, a lot of people from I'm thinking like mid to late nineties, even some early two thousands, like basement jacks and Paul Oakenfold and you said Moby and, and it's interesting to see how they've kind of found their little niche in, in this new landscape of electronic music. And yeah, I, I, I always have loved the chemical brothers. I was a big dig your own hole fan. And, and I think that this song is, and I am not a St. Vincent fan as Joe. I, I know. Knows. Yeah. But, Why aren't you a St. Vincent fan? Uh, I that's a whole. I have that's to cover my ears. Whole, I can't. I can't hear other this. I, I think because I'm not like that familiar with her, but like I've heard some. I think songs she's a pr- tremendous performer and a great guitarist, and I don't like her songwriting. And shout out to Annie Clark because she's um, an awesome person, uh, but I just don't vibe with her songwriting personally. Anyway. Um, I think that this was a cool team up though. Like I really think that this is not something that's like transcendent, but works for both artists and keeps the chemical brothers on a path where they're doing like, I think you said the word was vital. I think that is what this is, is that this is not them playing on their legacy. This is them trying to create a new legacy. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I think it's it, like I think Joe mentioned it of like um, having these type of artists collaborate with like newer artists to kind of stay within the scene. Joe's Jason's getting up and turning on the lights. No, it makes me not want to be sleepy. Sorry, it's a little, a little dark in this room. You can keep talking. Sorry. Now. Yeah. We're just having <laughs> oh some God, I'm so behind the it. scenes technical problems. Yes. Um, no, and so I really do like like that they are like you said. He, I think we talked about the this Hunger Games song on the podcast. We did. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed that song. I really like the song too. I just like also that like you said that they're bringing like new artists into the fold, so then they could kind of keep that going. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, while we fiddle with the lights in this room, let's all take a listen to it. So Chemical Brothers uh, featuring St. Vincent under neon lights. That was uh, Chemical Brothers featuring St. Vincent. And let's talk about, let's do, so this is Jason Pick, uh, The Radio Department. Yeah. The song is called Occupied. I have to say, this this was a oh, lot different man. sounding than I expected. Really? Because I thought, this this is The Radio Department, like, from the 90s, right? No. Or was it? I mean, I, I know them from their 2010 album. Um, hmm. and Maybe I'm getting it mixed up with someone else. Maybe that you're thinking of like Radiohead. Is that uh, what you're thinking about? Yeah, Radiohead. I think I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to look look that up. <laughs> I'm gonna look up when their first album came out because maybe they were around the '90s. Uh, but anyway, I, Radio Department is is a band. Uh, they're a Swedish pop band. They put out an album in 2010. I'm I'm looking up uh, if they put out album. No, they their first album was 2003. Which is what I thought, mm. but anyway, their their 2010 album "Cling to a Scheme," oh my goodness, that album is so great and just very clean indie pop from Sweden. It's just tremendous, and they've been quiet for the past couple of years, and they finally came out with a new song last week. It's called "Occupied." It's going to be featured on an EP, uh, also called "Occupied," and I think an album is coming, which is exciting. Anyway, uh, this is just like sad dance music to the max. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is like seven minutes of just kind of wistful dance piano and like very busy percussion. And it, it just it's something that is just blo- it just blows me away listening to the song. It's just so enjoyable to listen to it's it's like almost like a sumptuous dance song and i i totally recommend it i I just think that this is this is the type of group that takes its time and perfects what it's doing before it rushes anything out and it's been a while and i'm happy they're back so yeah radio radio department occupied radio department yeah i anyways i did aside from confusion i liked the song um i Yes. There are no Radiohead. <laughs> there are no Radiohead. No, for the record, I was not <laughs> thinking of Radiohead. Um, but but yeah. So anyways, this the it sounds like, and I can't. I'm not sure if it's a sample or like it sounds so much like it though. It has to be like somewhat inspired by. But the like the kind of synth like held down riff in it like sounds a lot like Laura Palmer's theme from Twin Peaks, which was oh, like know. famously sampled by Moby in his song Go, which was kind of his like yeah. breakthrough uh, career-making song. Maybe not career-making, but yeah. it was like his breakthrough. So, um, And that the Twin Peaks music is by Angelo Badlamenti, who is coming back for the reboot on Showtime, which is very exciting. You're, um, you're going down a worm. Now I'm just, I'm going down a worm. I'm just like, I'm <laughs> being Joe, a narrated week Wikipedia. St. Vincent and Twin Peaks. Anyway. Um, anyways, though. So yeah, it's like, wh- whether it's inspri- inspired by or like sampling, like it's a cool, it's a cool sound. Like the Twin Peaks soundtrack is just kind of what you're saying, like this moody, like, 
synth, depressing, sad dance music. Yeah, I would just love to hear the song live. Like, yeah. and Radio Department doesn't really do that much live performances, especially in the U.S. But if we can get them over, I will be there. Let's get working on those visas, guys. Come on, come on. But yeah, if if you listen to this song and and like it, I urge you to check out clinging to a scheme which came out in 2010 just a great album i think i think like pitchfork was on that album i think they got got like a best new music so i don't know all right they're good did you have any thoughts erica no because this song sounds like the other song one other song that you guys picked today and i can't remember nice (laughs) all right well with with that ringing i can't wait i can't wait to track your your diet just on these podcasts like just i'm gonna listen like the one next week you're just gonna be like I'll be like, and Erica Ramirez is here. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh. I'm already like that, but okay. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. No, anyway. that's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, get well soon. And by get well, <laughs> I mean get off of a diet. Um, so let's let's listen to it. The radio department occupied. department uh so let's let's do an erica pick we've got leon lahavis song is what don't you do i like that (laughs) title what like i can't is that mean is it like nice do you think that's how she said it like when she was writing it i thought it was like uh impressed like what don't you do oh my god of course i took it the negative way and jason (laughs) took it the positive way um like like the um that sarah jessica parker movie what was it uh, I don't know how she does it. Like that's I that's the movie. Don't even know your. You don't know that about. movie. What? Je- Jess, our producer, knows that movie. Jessica Parker is like, it, it, it came out a couple years ago. It was like Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker is a busy oh, woman is in that New she's York. She's a mom that also works. I don't know how she does it. Like that was. But that was like a joke, right? Like the way they said it was like. A I don't joke? think so. I saw. I only saw. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> oh my god, a movie about a working mom. That's pretty pioneering for <laughs> no. 2012. Yeah. You know, those were the dark ages. It literally back then. was like I, I only saw the trailer, but it was like Greg Kinnear being like, "You're so busy, Sarah mm-hmm. Jessica Parker," and she's like, "I know." Oh my mm. gosh, that sounds so horrible. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but you yeah. know what I'm writing a letter to the studio. The best Sarah Jessica Parker movie is "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." Co-starring Helen Hunt and Shannon Doherty. If anyone hasn't I seen it, late '80s teen movie. This ab- is it's about this her is, dancing this is and an all Joe podcast. I love, <laughs> I love this so it. Much. There's just there's a really incredible part where to get back at the like bitchy debutante, like who's like also trying to steal her guy. Yeah. Um. She invites a bunch of punks and new waivers to her ball, nice. and of course, when you invite punks to a party. What happens is they drive motorcycles through the window and then, oh, like, grab on. old people's wigs and start, like, throwing punch on everyone. <laughs> when was it, this movie made? This is from, like, late to, or mid-80s. Oh, okay. I think it's got to be mid-80s because Shannon Doherty is, like, pre-Heathers. Anyways, it's a really, wow. I would highly recommend. No, like, I'd rather talk about this than, like, even though I chose a Leanne Le Havis song. <laughs> All right, Leanne Le Havis. <laughs> um, I, like, so I wasn't that excited sided with the first single i can't remember the name of the first Blood, single i think right was or it no, no. The, I f- that name doesn't ring a bell 
But so I don't. It was a little bit. Well, I'm gonna say low key, but that's really how Leon Lahavas music is. Yeah. It's very low key. But I kind of just like the feel of this song a little bit more. It's a little bit more brighter than like the first song. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard the album yet, so I'm wondering not. if it's a lot like the first because I'm obsessed with the first album. But yeah, most of the song I just I really like just the feel of it, and clearly her voice is clearly magical. Um, I wasn't here when she came in and played music. So yeah, I don't know how the album is called Blood. Uh, okay, what was the Unstoppable first? Unstoppable. Yeah, I wasn't really yeah, feeling wasn't the first. Wild For some that reason, either. I mixed them up and I thought the album was called Unstoppable. It's okay. Oh, anyway. Foolish mistake. I know. What a fool I am. Anyway, uh, yeah, I like this song a lot too. I think that Leanne LaHavis is the type. Uh, you've been on Leanne LaHavis for a while. Yeah. And I feel like she's one of those artists where I've been waiting for her to really break through in terms of a song, like a, a singular statement that works for her certain set of skills. I yeah. feel like this isn't quite there, but it's getting closer. I feel yeah. like this is this is kind of the prelude to something special, hopefully, on this second album. So yeah, it's yeah. it is a little bit more upbeat. It's a little it's a little jazzy. Like I feel yeah. like it's but but the melody is strong and uh yeah, I like it. Yeah, I also really like this and agree I wasn't I also couldn't remember the name of that first <laughs> single, but it didn't really do much for me. But like, I like that this is more upbeat. I like that it kind of has, kind of like that throwback like '70s jazz pop thing. Mm-hmm. Like not not outright jazz, but like what you would hear on like top forty radio, or at least what I've been told you would hear on top forty radio. <laughs> I was not alive then, but I presume that Wikipedia doesn't lie to me. Um, no, anyways, it's it's really yeah. I love the piano. I like there's a line where she's saying, uh, I know you love me, I don't need proof. Like, that's, it's always cool to hear a love song with, like, a sentiment that isn't, like, totally overdone, you know? Yeah. And, and that's a sentiment you don't usually hear a lot of someone being like, calm down, I know you love me. Like, <laughs> usually it's the opposite in, some, you know, something like that. Uh, so I thought it was cool, and she has a good voice, and yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, she just needs kind of, like, the right the pr- production. And I think especially with something like this, um you know keeping it upbeat is good because you don't want like just a total downer of an album well, yeah i mean a lot of some of her songs in the last album that were like a little bit somber or were still very good but it also went with mm-hmm. the story so it doesn't seem like that story fits within the pa- this single and the last single so i i am like interested in hearing like those type of songs also but like jason said like it this isn't like the song, so I'm wondering how the song, if she has one, kind of mm. sounds like. Only one way to find out. <laughs> hey, ask her. <laughs> You're on a roll today, Joe. Uh, thanks. That's Are you nice. on the diet as well? No, I did. Well, never mind. No, I'm just sound <laughs> like I'm bring. I did lose a few pounds when I was at Firefly, though. All that walking, I was like. Man. There was so much walking. So I much know. walking. I walked like miles, and I, I yeah. it didn't matter because I ate so much. You know, there's a lot of junk to junk. eat there. Yeah. Although, Erica, let me ask you a quick question because you about food. You're from California. Oh yes. Are you familiar with Wawa? I am, but okay. I became familiar when I moved here. Okay. Yes. So Joe had never been to a Wawa. It's like huge in like Jersey and. Philly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. did not know what it was. Yeah, so isn't it kind of like a Seven Eleven? It's Seven Eleven, but a hundred times better and like cleaner and like anyone who who is listening to this podcast and knows what a Wawa is is like jumping up and down like <laughs> yeah, Wawa forever. Uh, Why is there so much like pride behind 
There's just so because it's just the best. Like the the he's a shareholder in Wawa. The coffee's <laughs> great. I, I wish the coffee's. I'd be a rich man. <laughs> I'd be a rich man. Coffee's great. Sandwiches are great. Wawa forever. That's all I'll say. And anyway, on our way back from Firefly, we we stopped at Wawa. Yeah, it was a really good donut. I got a donut. Yeah. Stop talking great. about food. Sorry. I mean, it was a really good carrot oh that I had. It was a really good bowl of mush that i ate <laughs> that's what i've been bowl eating, of so. flavorless mush yeah yeah they're, they're known for that <laughs> Anyways, anyway sorry i'm dying just kidding we love you beyonce <laughs> um all right let's let's listen to leon lahavis what don't you do i guess i guess that's how what? we're gonna pronounce what it don't you do <laughs> exactly it's what you don't do the games you don't All right, that was Leon Lahavis. Uh, next and last, we've got uh, another one. This is this is my pick. This is uh, a guy called Daywave. The song is called Nothing at All, and it's from the Headcase EP, which comes out sometime in July, I think. Um, so basically, Daywave is just is just one guy, Jackson Phillips. I don't know a ton about him. I know he's from Oakland, California, or at least based out there. Um, it's it's kind of like the the indie music that I enjoy, which I, I don't mean to like pigeonhole it just to one thing, but it's got like it's like sunny psychedelica, like it's it's a got a pop vibe, with like a throwback pop thing, summery. It kind of reminds me of like what the Smith Westerns did, or I guess still do because I think they're still around. Or I think they did break they, up. I think they broke up. Yeah, yeah. bummer. R.I.P. Um, but and also I just kind of R. like R. like speaking of with the last song, um, unusual sentiments. In music, I appreciate, so this is called Nothing At All, and the refrain is, what am I good for? And so it's like a depressing song, but I kind of like that. Like, I feel like there's there's something to be said, there's a lot to be said for empowering music, but there is also, I think, a lot to be said for an underrepresented thing in music, which is just, like, pop music set to, like, self-doubt and kind of, like, this sense of, like, pointlessness in life, like, someone being like wow like i what am i good for like what's the point of my life like not in a depressing like suicidal way just in a kind of like existential sense and so i i like joy division i like to hear that oh i love joy division Uh, well obviously that that didn't end well though so um but but yeah so i'm like day wave i'm i'm digging it it's a good summer indie track uh what, what do you think jason yeah this was a pleasant surprise for the must hear music podcast uh was not familiar with Daywave and uh, really liked what I heard. It, it's very. It reminded me a little bit of a uh, like Pains of Being Pure at Heart. Yes. In kind of that chiming indie rock and and I, yeah, I just I thought that this was just a really solid song in terms of the production more than anything. Like I th- I thought the songwriting was was good, but but the production everything was kind of like kept together and and balanced in a way that i really appreciated and you didn't really know where it was going but you knew that it was entertaining along the way so yeah totally and i think i I might just uh skip erica because this is the one you said you thought just sounded exactly like the other one unless you want to talk about it no because no (laughs) this is the best podcast i've ever been with you i'm so nervous about next week 
Um, oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna have to like sneak you some sugar, like against <laughs> without you knowing. Yeah, just give so, her, like a pixie stick. Just so you, yeah, you we can get like Ooh, a good sense. half hour of talking <laughs> out of you. Um, and it's not like you break the diet if someone breaks it for you against your knowledge, right? No comment. Yeah, never yeah, I mind. Guess, I guess not. That, that's a <laughs> weird. This is getting into weird territory. All right, let's listen to it. So day wave, nothing at all. That was Daywave. Songs called "Nothing at All," and that's what we got for uh, this week on the podcast. Yeah. Do we? So I mean, yeah. Tune in next week to see if if Erica can make it. I mean, I guess at that point you'll be like what eight days deep into this diet? Eight or nine? Yes. Eight or nine. Ugh. Nice. I, I feel I'm, I'm I'm gunning for you. I think of the two people doing it at our office. You're gonna be the one to make it. Who, who wouldn't be the one to make it if they had to do it? I, I don't want to name the person who wouldn't be the I one to make it. I kind of wish I was doing it, honestly. I mean... If you want to write about I, it... I just think with the caffeine, I couldn't... Like, honestly, like, I need at least... I would well, that's be asleep right now. I don't, right drink, now. I don't drink caffeine, though. So then you probably could do it. I could do it. You never know, guys. Anyways. Um, tune in next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, tune in next week for the exciting <laughs> conclusion. All right. Uh, but seriously, thank you for listening. If there are any good stuff, good songs you're listening to, any summer songs... Uh, tweet them in at us and have a great week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.